the milk and apples? are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. If this were a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier, <laughs> just so long as I'm the dictator. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are indeed tuned in to the one and only Animal Farm radio show. The date today is November the 24th, 2008. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my fellow information warriors, Tony Paxson. Hello, Ben. Hello. And Pyeth on the soundboard. Hello. Like always, we've got another great episode of the show for everybody tonight. We've got a massive amount of articles we're going to be getting into, including Barack Obama's new economic team, uh, more freedoms lost in the United States, more police state, and as always, the sickly and the ridiculous. Straight ahead, you are on the farm. But we've got to clean up this country. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. We are here today to effect a change. We are here today to fuel the deconstruction of the official myth. We are here today because fear is never a good enough reason to do nothing. We are here today... To begin draining this cesspool of lies and distortion we refuse to drown in any longer. We are here today to ask those still sleeping to wake up. That is right, folks. You have indeed found the farm, and you are on the farm as well, which is pretty exciting if you ask me, Ben. Yes. Welcome to this Monday edition of the Animal Farm Radio Show. We are indeed live, and we are on the great and soon to hopefully have phone calls and phone just service, I would say, a WFUR, Freedom Underground Radio. Once again, folks, thanks for joining us. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, as, you know, Obviously, like you said, there have been plenty of Obama news and just basically some financial news. I really want to kind of talk about stuff that we missed on Friday and a lot of stuff that's happened over the weekend and yep. certainly today with the Citigroup now getting their bailout. And it just seems like there is no end to this financial crisis and it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. But, of course, never mind the important things. <laughs> Screw them. Yeah. Let's talk about the funny, the ridiculous, the sickly, and the odd. Uh, drum roll, please, and we will get started here on the farm. That is right. So a boy age 12 dies from excessive deodorant use, Ben. So pay attention. I'm not sure if you guys use that spray deodorant. What? But uh, I never do. Um, but here's the deal. Bless you, Ben. A, cor- uh, a coroner in Britain has determined that a 12-year-old boy died after using too much spray deodorant in a confined space, according to a report from ABC.net. Oh, this, is, this is horrible. This is horrible. I know. And I, I don't know why I, I talk about these things, but I just figure, hey, why not? It's interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to do a public service here, Ben. Don't, you know, in a small area, don't spray. I mean, how much could you possibly put on? Uh, obviously, there must have been a condition. We'll get to well, it. You know, you're 12 years old. You get carried away. <laughs> you're like, hey, man, this stuff makes Maybe he was trying like to use it. Like, yeah, maybe he was trying to like sniff it like a whip it or something like that. I, I, I don't Perhaps, know. but yeah. He's like, damn, when I, when I spray this stuff on in this tiny room, I get high as hell. <laughs> well, those commercials do you know, give the impression that if you spray it on your body, you're going to just attract you know, women That's like true. magnets. That is very so true. So maybe he, maybe he took a bath in this stuff. We don't even know. Maybe he's painting it on with a paintbrush. But let me get to the article anyway. 
anyway, Daniel Hurley collapsed in a January. Uh, in a January, that's what it, that's what the article is reading. I'm not even kidding. How about <laughs> how about I'll, I'll edit it live on the air? Do it live. Do it uh, live. Thank you. I, uh, I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> thank you very much, Bill. Appreciate it. Daniel Hurley collapsed in January after spraying on Lynx deodorant in the bathroom of his Derbyshire home. Uh, an in- inquest was told last week that a quote volatile agent in the deodorant upset the boy's heart rhythm. So, yes, of course, this is not funny. He was hospitalized after the incident and died five days later from a cardiac arrhythmia known as abnormal heart rhythms, according to the report. The boy's father, Robert Hurley, told the inquest that Daniel was a fit and healthy boy. He also took pride in his appearance using hair gels and deodorants, which he often sprayed all over his clothes. The coroner said it was a combination of the deodorant and the fact that it was sprayed in a confined space that caused the adverse effect on the boy's heart. So, yeah. now, from know. my understanding, he had he had kind of collapsed and, and fallen out a couple weeks prior to that, right? Um, it doesn't say anything. He said it he, should say that. Yeah. Bottom, oh yeah. Right? Sure. The, actually, the final sentence. Thank you, Ben. His death followed an incident several weeks earlier when he had collapsed in yeah. the bathroom, but quickly recovered. So, um, you know, certainly there was a sign there of something being wrong. But I, I think this was a special case. I mean, I'm not going to go on a limb and say don't by links you might collapse but listen folks i mean you know if you really have to cover up your stench i don't know if you should be spraying aerosol over your body all day but that's up to you it's your life you live it your way uh, a british mother moving on here a british mother says that this is even more unfortunate and ridiculous but uh, i flushed newborn down the toilet by accident yeah I and saw this, that this one i was like i'm not touching that one well, with a six foot pole yeah apparently well, you are <laughs> oh no i have no shame but i have no shame in life at all and uh, you know what hey this is the animal farm if we can't talk about these things and something's wrong <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Pi, get the potty oh, humor ready. I was just going to say, get the potty humor ready out my of London. God. A woman has told a British court she accidentally flushed her newborn down the toilet Dude, because she didn't realize wrongest, that's horrible. That is the wrongest series of <laughs> I've ever heard that's in my horrible. Life. I mean, God <laughs> forgive us. If there's anybody innocent listening to the show, which mostly, mostly, uh, probably there aren't any innocent people listening. <laughs> no purity here at the Animal Farm. We're just getting rolling here on this Monday edition. Gotta get you woken up. Monday's a tough day, and if we Sorry. can't uh, bring you the crazy to start, then we're in big trouble. Yeah. But anyway, let, let me try this again. A woman has told British court <clears throat> that she accidentally flushed her newborn down the toilet because she didn't realize she was giving birth. And uh, that's the point that I really had to bring up. I mean, how, I mean, how do you not know? I, I, I'm not a woman. I can't even say. But yeah. Claire Jones says she knew she was pregnant from an affair with a colleague, but uh, through thought the pain she suffered in the early hours of December 28th was from diarrhea. Wow. Now, there's another typo. This is November. I, I don't know. It says December 28th. But this must be a, a year-old <laughs> case. Uh, Jones, I knew it. <laughs> got to get you some new fart sounds here, Clyde. Thank you. Jones told the coroner's court in Cardiff, Wales, on Monday that she only realized what had happened when she saw the, a foot in the toilet bowl. And I'm going to stop there because now I'm, I'm getting grossed out now. And I'll, <laughs> I'll discuss this one. Yeah, this one's not getting any better, but it's, uh, I don't know, a foot-long stomach-shaped hairball removed from a girl age 11. And, uh, and people listening like, where do you get it? Where do you get this? Well, foxnews.com. I mean, it's the front page. It's on the front page. All yeah, a lot of them this is not Fox like, News, yeah. Yeah, I'm not like digging through the health section. This is front page material. And hey, why not? If it's good enough for Fox News, it's good enough for the farm. An 11-year-old Indian girl suffering from a psychosomatic condition in which she ate her own hair had a foot-long hairball removed from her stomach, the Times of India reported. That's a hell of a condition. Wow. Uh, the condition known as I'll try trichotillomania is an impulse control disorder that is characterized by a repeat, a repeated urge to pull one's hair out 
some of these people then go on to eat their hair. Uh, quote, in 99% of the cases, it is generally seen among females from 10 to 20 years of age and is rarely noticed among boys. It can happen when either the child is not brought up properly or suffers from birth-related problems. Laparoscopic surgeon Dr. R.K. Sinya told the newspaper. So, uh, I mean, hey, this is just uh, you know news from around the world Wow. brought to you by the animal farmer. And I do have some funny ones, but I figure why not start with the disgusting and the horrible. I guess the um, <clears throat> what I'm trying to do here, Ben, is just trying to lighten the load because we have so much bad news tonight, especially in the financial realm, that maybe, you know, maybe that like softens people up and it won't sound so bad after hearing about uh, people uh, crapping babies down the toilet mm. and eating their own hair. But anyway, yeah. uh, what do you have right. for the first couple of articles, Ben? Uh, I got I got one. Uh, this is also out of Fox News. Uh, Report French nightclubs burned down in war between nudists and swingers. I did see this. This is very One good. of Europe's most famous nudist fire. colonies has become fire. the subject fire. of an unusual fire. investigation fire. by fire. French detectives after the destruction of three nightclubs and fired blame on natural hardliners. The normal piece, uh, Cap de Ag, a magnet for nudists in the south of France, has been plunged into anxiety as investigators suspect fundamentalist nudists of harboring a grudge between uh, Echangest, I don't know what, or swingers, who are drawn to the town by promises of sex. That's just incredible. Why the hell are nudists fighting swingers? You'd think they'd be on the same team, no? Very strange, man. Couldn't make this stuff up. That's called working stiff. (laughs) (laughs) And this one, uh, coming at you. NFL to broadcast game in 3D. And I don't think this is really important or even newsworthy for us to read on the show, but it made me think of the CNN um, on election night, how they were supposedly supposed to be broadcasting that hologram technology that they had, and it was such a disappointment to me. I mean, I thought they were going to be they were going to be broadcasting Star Wars type of stuff with an actual hologram being in the studio and Wolf Blitzer actually looking at something substantive, but he didn't. It was some. It was a graphic overlay on a, on a set of cameras, and he was just kind of looking into space. So it was very, very misleading, and it pissed me off. But this one. Sorry uh, to hear that, Ben. Yeah, it, it really pissed me off because I was I was I was pretty psyched about it. But this one, uh, NFL is going to broadcast a game in 3D uh, with sports fans still getting used to their high definition television sets. The National Football League is already thinking ahead to the next potential upgrade. 3D on December 4th, a game between the San Diego Chargers and the Oakland Raiders at. Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego will be broadcast live in 3D to theaters in Los Angeles, New York, and Boston. It's a preliminary step on what is uh, likely a long road to any regular 3D broadcast of football games. But they're saying that uh, supposedly when people are watching this type of things, they they crouch down to catch the ball. He says it's as if the ball is coming into your arms. Wow. Um, But that you know the thing that made it think that made me think of the uh, CNN. Thing was that uh, just a disappointment. I, th- I bet you if I watch this, I'll probably be disappointed. Well, how are the they going to give you 3D without you know 3D glasses? What's I don't know. Maybe they are handing out 3D glasses. Who knows? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. Not really sure. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if that's going to work. But good grief. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not sure if anybody out there really watches a lot of TV. But yeah, the HD TV stuff is pretty intense, and uh, it's you know it's an incredible step up. But hey, I'm curious to see what they're going to do about this 3D thing. I mean, it's it's already great to watch. Any sport in HD, but yeah. moving on here, Ben. I mean, you know, we've we've covered the crazy and probably already lost a lot of listeners because of that, but that's okay. We weed out the bad and we keep the good. <laughs> but um, that's how we roll, Ben. That's how we roll. WFUR or WFURadio.com is the website. Of course, our website is AnimalFarmShow.com. You can instant message us all night tonight until we uh, are done at eight o'clock Eastern having, time. Having some problems with the connection here, so uh, I'm well, not able to get on with the instant.
Instant Messenger. Well, you better fix You better fix that, Ben, because we're gonna. We're I gonna, tried to I'm start. Trying to, I'm and trying it to get. Work. I'm trying to get the the 15 people uh, listening right now into the chat room so we can talk to them and and you know converse. But <laughs> anyway, know. right. So you know, until we get our own chat room up and running, folks, it is uh, AIM Instant Message Animal Farm Show. You can talk to us and curse us out and and ask us all kinds of questions. But tonight, really, uh, I I want to start out with the economy. I want to start out with some financial stuff and some some big you know news here. So much has just happened in the last 24 hours. And, of course, like I said, there were a lot of things that we didn't talk about last week, but I'm not sure if it's making anybody feel any better about this up-and-coming presidency. Obama says he and Bush are united to fix economy. So after all the bashing, after all the last nine months of Bush bashing and... One big fraternity out there, isn't it? Yep, sure is. Um, but sure enough, now him and Bush, after all the bashing and after all the disagreeing with Bush, now he is united with Bush. They are becoming an alliance to fix the economy, and I'm so excited. Typical. Typical. I'm just losing sleep every minute here. President-elect Barack Obama on Monday Obama! called for the financial crisis of one of historic proportions and said that he and the Bush administration are united in their efforts to get the economy back on track. As Obama unveiled his economic team, he said there isn't a minute to waste when it comes to rebuilding the economy. My commitments is to do what's required. President Bush has indicated that he has the same approach, the same attitude. Obama said at a news conference in Chicago, Illinois, now if these guys have anything in common as far as, you know, their you know, attempt. We already know what Bush has done or hasn't done. Uh, but if Obama's going to follow that or keep that in his approach in any way, we are screwed. Like I can't even tell you. Um, Obama said money that he has asked his newly formed economic team to develop recommendations for his economic plan, which he outlined Saturday and to consult with Congress, the current administration and the Federal Reserve on immediate economic developments over the next two months. And of course, we will we're going to build on this. I'm just kind of I'm just vamping through some of the articles that I have right in front of me. I actually have to number them, Ben, because I'm trying to make a list of what I want to talk about one through ten. Yeah. But uh, speaking uh, on those on those terms here, I have two very big ones here. Uh, Ruben Protege selected to head Obama's Council of Economic Advisors, and we're going to get into the advisors. We're going to go over them, and you could stop me at any point here, Ben, if you want to kind of, you know. Uh, Stop me and talk about whatever I'm talking about or kind of you know, add whatever you want. Kurt Nemo, out of Infowars.com. Not to scoff at the Obama changers, but it appears his administration is shaping up to be more of the same, albeit with distinct Clintonian coloration. And amen to those words, Kurt Nemo. <laughs> what did we talk about all Friday is that we're getting we're getting back to the Clinton years. We're getting exactly. the same crap that we were promised. And I was thinking about this just as an aside. Remember when you and I made the bet as to who was going to win the Democratic yeah. um, you know, um, nomination? And of course, you won the bet. Obama won, and I thought Clinton was going to win it. But at the same time, place look. Your bet, place, place your bet. In some regard, not to you know go back on the bet here, but you in some won. regard, no. In some regards, we both won. I'm saying. I mean, yeah. we're going to have these two, you know, back in action Absolutely. after all that drama. According Tag to unbelievable, we have a break coming up, folks. When I get back, I want to talk about all the economic advisors and so much of the same garbage we're about to get. Animalfarmshow.com, folks. Thanks for joining us. We shall return. Don't be economic, girly man. <laughs> Please don't tear this world asunder Please take back this fear we're under I demand a better future Or I might just stop wanting you I might just stop wanting you Please make sure we get tomorrow 
you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238 or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Help. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. You're listening to the future of talk. Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Iran's development of a nuclear weapon, I believe, is unacceptable. Uh, and... Uh, we have to mount a international effort to prevent that from happening. Uh, Iran's uh, support of terrorist organizations, I think, is something that has to cease. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are indeed listening to the Animal Farm. That and music we're... gets me fired up. What's yeah, that? The music. Gets me fired oh, up. yeah, yeah, here, here you go. I, you know what? I like that track, but the hi-hat sound, is it just grates on my ears. It's just so weak. 
Uh-huh. And especially from a Matrix track, I, I'm very disappointed with that particular one, but whatever. Who cares? No one cares what I think. I'm just sick of all That's of right. them. Uh, real quick, before we get back to the you know traumatic and uh, horrific uh, economic news, Uncover the News is a person who just instant messaged us. I think I said that right. She's in the Oh, uh, she, she is in the form. I beg she, your pardon. He? It, you know, at this point, I got to be careful because last time I said he, it was a she. Let's yeah. just say this person who shall not be uh, identified sexually. <laughs> this person <laughs> just basically contacted us and said if we needed any help. Uh, and first off, you know, to, with the show itself, maybe with articles or whatever. Uh, real quick, folks, as quick as I can say. First of all, thank you very much for yes. the for the post on the forum there, yes. and, and we really appreciate the participation. And yes, absolutely. And I yes. wanted to make this a, an announcement. Thank you, Pyeth. Uh We we could really yeah use as much help as possible. And there's so many different things that we need. Yes, we um, as, <laughs> as we told you in the first couple episodes, our site is very interactive. You yes. folks can sign up and and basically write articles. Articles for the animal farm, and you know, as, long, as long as you're not and bashing, you could, yeah, and you could ben. post, and you could post articles. You could bash me on the side, okay? All right, don't bash me though, because then, then we won't publish them. <laughs> no, we're just joking. But no, you can get a username, and password, and, and sign up, and uh, start posting articles or writing your own articles, making them animal farm exclusives or John Smith's, uh, John Smith's, uh, you know, post or, or whatever, pr- promoting yourself or promoting your site. You know, if you're an activist and you want to get the word out about, um, you know, a specific rally that that's going on, you could also do that too. So, sure. Yeah, just email us. Go to the website, animalfarmshow.com. You could click on any one of our names or you could click on mail all and, and just get in touch with us and we'll, we'll hook you up. We'll set you up. Absolutely. We're definitely looking for helpers. No question. We certainly are. And of course, Get we have. Get behind us and help us. Yes. And our, I mean, uh, before we came to WFU Radio, um, we had Dan and Ray, who were probably our. And, and of course, Jeffrey from Kentucky. And a, yeah. and a whole handful of other people that, I, of course, I'm forgetting. Well, we did have a lot of people helping us. And these people just, you know, if they weren't calling us up and talking to us on the phone, they would send us articles and just, you know, certain topics of interest. So that's another way you can help us, too. And now, since we've gotten here, we, of course, we have Leonard, who's been a really great help. Leonard uh, has been contributing to the, yes. the funny, the crazy, and some of the more important articles yes. that we get to after the first uh, segment. Uh, so we appreciate all the help, folks. Just to wrap it up, I mean, we really do. And it's really, you know, it, very much like a free talk live type of show. It is your show. You know, we, once we get phones back, I'm sure that'll be a little bit more true. But, you know, we're, we're getting there. We're doing our best, folks. So just stay thank with you. us. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, folks, if you like what you hear, by all means, WFURadio.com is a website. And certainly you can donate to the, the cause or just tell your friends about it. I mean, whatever you can do to help our little station get up and running. And before you know it, we're going to be massive. So, yeah. Um, Money. Yeah. Money is cool. That is, money is very cool. <laughs> so, you know, we're getting there, folks. We'll be there soon. Hopefully, by uh, this coming Monday, we, you know, a week from today, we will have all of the phone Hopefully. line stuff up. And, and just keep in mind, folks, real quick, we will not be here Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Uh, Pieth and I are going to be out doing some musician-related duties on Wednesday. And Ben will probably be homesick. Ben, I think, is getting sick, which is great because you have the whole, uh, pretty much you have a, what is it now, a five-day weekend yeah. coming up. You have to look forward to that. I'm so sick. Congratulations for that. I'll, uh, you know, you're not getting paid, though, just so you know. No. We can't pay you for that. No. All right, good. Uh, Ruben, protege selected to Obama's Council of Economic Advisors. You're not going to get any of the zero money that I'm getting, <laughs> Ben. <laughs> Once again, Kurt Nemo. Um talking here about uh, the, the new council. We're getting on the zero. Council of Economic Advisors. Zero. That's right. And I'm trying to make a point, but I'm going to fail here. Christina Romer is the new chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors. Romer is said to be a protege of former Treasury Te- Secretary Robert E. Rubin, who is acting as an informal advisor to Obama. Don't you love? Interesting. Don't you just love that language? Oh, yes. He is my informal advisor. He sounds like a shadowy Kissinger. That, what does that mean? So he's yeah. my advisor, but you can't blame him if he does anything you know, for what I do. That's great. Hail, hail, the gang's all here, and amen to that. Ruben is the director, is director and senior counselor of none other than 
Citigroup. That is to say, he is a bankster insider. Late in the Clinton administration, Rubin worked with former Fed mob boss Alan Greenspan and Lawrence Summers through the IMF to bring Russia to its knees. Time magazine dubbed the three, quote, the committee to save the world, end quote. Oh, that is to save it for the international bankers and the global elite. Chicken ass, chicken shit. <laughs> we'll work on a beeping that one out. Yeah. He'll also... <laughs> that's a... <laughs> that's, and that's my fault. I, that's, that's a... That's a it's when I sent five. I never really beat that out, so it's my fault. He also received the Presidential Citizens Medal for his diligent work on behalf of our rulers. Great article, once again, out of InfoWars.com. And I want to just kind of, again, Ben, I have like 11 or 12 here, so I'm just going through them. But before, I know you have one right in front of you. No, it's, it's um, actually, I'm just on the same page with, as you. Uh, oh, you're just surfing that's... porn, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> Citigroup. Now, again, this guy was, he, he's you know, a member of City, Senior Council of Citigroup, Ruben. Um, that's the... Uh, you know, that's the guy who's the, the protege of Christina Romer. So I'm, I'm trying to make some kind of tie here. Citigroup now gets massive government bailout. This happened today. I'm sure everybody knows this, but out of New York, a government rescued Citigroup, Inc., uh, agree, agreeing to shoulder most of the potential losses from $306 billion in its risky assets and inject $20 billion in new capital its biggest effort yet to prevent a big bank from failing. God forbid these banks fail. I mean, you know, that's the most important thing. The bailout announced late Sunday gives the government the right to buy another 4.5% equity stake. So it actually happened yesterday, but I'm, I'm talking about it today. And marks its latest effort to contain a widening financial crisis that has already brought down Bear Stearns, Lehman Brothers, Holdings, and Washington Mutual. And uh, let's see what Bush has to say. U.S. President George W. Bush called the bailout necessary George to... W. To safeguard our financial system and said the government would, quote, if need be, make similar decisions in the future. Oh, thanks, George. Yeah, it's just such a load of crap. I appreciate it, I mean, it, all they do is they, they rob our treasury, man, and then, and then they just say, oh, it's for the economy. And they just say blanket <laughs> random statements that people, most people will follow and say, oh, okay, yeah, it's for, for the economy. Oh, no, no they're, not, they're not robbing us or anything. It's just for the economy. Well, that's like what it is. Mean, most people just think, okay, yeah, they're an American organization. We have to save them, right? They need help. Yeah. It doesn't matter that we're all digging in a dumpster for a peach pit, as George Carlin once said about poor people. It just matters that we help the big bailout companies. And let's, let's also try not to forget that. They're also City Field is the new Shea Stadium for the Metro, uh, New York Mets. Uh, the new field is going to be called City Field. So they're still going to inject all the billions into that or that building yeah. to have their name all over it. But of course, they need a government bailout, and I think they just laid off like what ten thousand or six, seven, seven thousand people yeah, like last week or something. I, mean, I got to get my facts straight, so don't quote me. But Ben, it's just complete. I, I don't know. I don't know what the word is for this. Just, you know, it's, is it it's, just capitalism? It's like crack addicts approaching you know, <laughs> you with crack. their hand out saying, give me more money. Give me money. And it's like, no, I mean, I'm not going to give you any money because you buy a crack with it. It's bad. It's bad for you. It's bad for me. You're yeah. taking my money and you're snorting it up your nose. I'm not going to do that anymore. It's the exact same thing with these uh, big companies that want these bailouts from, from we the people while the poor people just get screwed over. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's, it's so transparently uh, out there and so – so much in the mainstream that, and so many people are against it, that I just, I can't believe the gutsiness of these people. Yeah. They want to suck your blood. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of George Carlin, so I will paraphrase one more thing that he said. And he said, you know, he was talking about things you never see. It's something along the lines of if you never see, like, a Rolls, War, Rolls Royce with a bumper sticker that says, life sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and if I were to make my own version of that, I mean, it's like, have you ever walked down any street in the city, or wherever for that matter, have you ever walked down the street and seen a... Um, a huge limo with a man in a, in a well-dressed suit and jewelry on 
with a little bag saying, got any spare change? Yeah. And that's no. what's going on. I mean, these people fly in with their jets to these big hearings, <laughs> and they exactly just laid off. They just, they just destroyed 10,000 of their employees' lives, God knows. And they're there you know, in these hearings, and they're begging for the bailouts that the government just gave, the Federal Reserve is giving out. Um, I guess I guess yeah. you can't and blame them. made horrible decisions uh, in the first place to get them to where they are, and now they want... You know, uh, again, just another chance for free. Yeah, and I'm not sure, you know, where we're going to get after all of these articles are talked about. Hopefully within the first, uh, the next 30 minutes, I want to try to, you know, burn through most of them. But I think what's going on is we're really, we really are seeing the global um, interest really just kind of taking everything that we have left. I mean, all these big companies, uh, you know, what we talked about for so many years, we were talk- talking about this new world order that Bush Sr. talked about. And, you know, what is that? I mean, what are we talking about? We, almost anything could be the new world order today. We blame everything on, on the Bush administration. But yeah. we're now seeing the the global elite, the, the, the big-time cartels, the, the bankers, and, of course, now the Federal Reserve, which is basically the fuel for all this. Or uh-huh. They're yeah. the ones doing everything. Absolutely. Uh, we'll get to Ron Paul, too. It's a great some great statements he made uh, about the G20 summit and all these things about the dollar and devaluation. And I'm trying to make some kind of you know, portrait here. We'll get to it afterwards, but I think we are seeing all the things that we had projected or that we were at least told that were going to happen. We're seeing it right now, and it's it's accelerating at an, an incredible pace, Ben. It's unbelievable. And yeah. I was walking around the studio before you guys got here, and I'm, I mean, I can't believe that this is happening. And, it, it, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm being very pessimistic in my head. I'm not sure where we're going to end up or if we're going to get out yeah. of this, if we're ever going to survive this as a country. Um, crazy, uh, crazy times, Ben, but I want to talk more about this bailout. And uh, so much more economic news, uh, folks. Stay tuned. Animal Farm shows what you're listening to. We shall return. Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? Were there was a simple, low-cost and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mileage by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called brown gas, and the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at hydrofreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to hydrofreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the New World Order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building 
building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. Breaking on a sex bomb. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show, broadcasting on WFU Radio, the Sex Farm. <laughs> uh, we would like to thank uh, Uncover the News for all uh, her help. Again. It is under uncoverthenews.com. Um, it's a pretty good website. Yes, I'm uh, sorry I didn't mention that. That's my fault. But we're going to try to we're going to try to see if we can hook up with uh, her and try to in, in a very professional on. way, Ben. Yes. Okay. That was on my mind. The she she time. is a you know she's a female. We got to be careful. <laughs> Something like I would do. Um, no, definitely contact us, please. Uh, info at animalfarmshow.com, or if you want to get my personal email, it's Tony <laughs> at animalfarmshow.com. Just you know, just as reference. <laughs> no, but we do. <laughs> All right, go ahead, man. Before I get in trouble. Uh, yeah, I, he he. Uh, this is out of Breitbart. Obama names economic team and sees historic crisis, and we kind of talked about this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, with the uh, with the economic crisis, President-elect Barack Obama pledged Monday to honor the commitments the outgoing Bush administration has made to rescue financial markets and urged the new incoming Congress to patch a major stimulus package right away to restore growth and create jobs. That's what they say it's going to do. Anyways. I'll be the best little capitalist piglet princess you ever had. <laughs> Most disturbing. Experts, most experts now believe that we could lose millions of jobs next year. Obama said at a, at a somber news conference uh, 57 days before he takes the oath of office. He declined to say how big a spending package he wants to revive the economy, but he said it's going to be costly. Some Democratic lawmakers are speculating about a two-year measure as large as $700 billion. Again. Year 70. Again. Mm-mm. All righty. Well, you know, we keep on rolling here, and, you know, this is – I wanted to – I guess I kind of wanted to get this whole out in the first hour because this yeah, is so important. Definitely. We do have so much other news besides the economic crisis that's going on. I mean, it's almost like the question is what do you talk about first on this, this show? But uh, so, yeah, we have the – Christina Romer is the new chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors for Obama. 
Uh, Citigroup, and now I'm also talking about Citigroup, gets that massive bailout, so they should be okay now. Hopefully, you can all sleep better Terrorists. because of that. And uh, you know, as if <laughs> as if the uh, the pessimism couldn't get any greater, uh, Obama is now warning that economy likely is to get worse. I mean, I guess you don't really have to. Obama be, is a You don't have to be a Miss Cleo to tell anybody yeah. this. So. <laughs> I think what he's trying to do, though, is you know he's. <laughs> he's so he's so known as being the savior that's going to come in and save everybody's lives. So he has to go out there and he yeah. has to lower the bar. He has well, to tell he, people, hey, man, I'm not going to be saving anybody's ass. Well, I mean, you know, and, and it's not to defend Obama, but like, let's be honest. I mean, almost anybody, even the great Ron Paul, I think, would would have to admit that it's going to be tough at first to, yeah. to get us. I mean, we're, we're going in so many of, you know, everything in this country is going in the wrong direction in so many different ways. I mean, you know, it, it's like a train. I mean, it takes a little time to stop it. But anywho, uh, Obama here uh, um, on Monday. Today, this is Monday. Yeah, this is Monday. Unveiled his economic team and warned that quote the economy is likely to get worse before it gets better. Thank you, uh, Barack <laughs> Hussein. Did, thank you, Captain oh, Obvious. I'm embarrassed that I did that. You should be. I've sought leaders who could offer both sound judgment and fresh thinking, both a depth of experience and wealth of bold new ideas, and most of all, who share my fundamental belief that we cannot have a thriving Wall Street, well, Main Street, suffers. That's what You're Obama. A very, very sick man. <laughs> Obama told that to the reporters. I'm just trying to do my best. Uh, Obama impression failed. Obama said that the recent news has made it even more clear that we are facing an economic crisis of historic proportions. Of course, you can't say the R word recession, but it is an economic crisis. Offering okay. a grim prediction, he added that quote most experts now believe that we could lose millions of jobs next year. Uh, millions of I'll say it again, millions of jobs. Yeah. Not thousands. Uh, thousands. Holy just a, crap. Yeah. If thousands. Thousands are a daily thing. Yes, of course, millions are going to be a yearly thing. So, um, did you want to counter this, Ben? Did you want to add? Should I? Should I roll? No, I mean, I th no. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, but but the, the the economic outlook that we're looking at isn't very good. And uh, once again, listening to Neocon Radio on the way up here. Me too. Um, they're out there saying, <laughs> "How dare these people? Co uh, how dare these people? Um, you know, compare what's happening right now to the to the Great Depression? It's not as bad as the Great Depression was, and they're right. It's not as bad yet." But we're starting to we're starting to see the we're starting to get to the top of the roller coaster and seeing the hill that we're about to go down. <laughs> and as we see that, we start getting scared crapless and we start saying, hey, listen, there's going to be a big depression coming on. Uh, we got to be careful. We got to be ready for it. We have to, you know, buy buy, uh, you know, extra food and, and save our money and get out of debt and, you know, start doing all these survival instinct type of things. Um but you know, of course, we're gonna get we're gonna get reamed out for once again for uh, warning people that there's an economic crisis. But in regards to Obama, switching gears a little bit, this this one I thought was very funny. Funny, uh, Obama's official limo is a gas guzzler. You know, he's oh, God. a person. On the campaign trail, Barack Obama promised to get a million uh, plug-in hybrid cars on the road by 2015. His own new president, uh, new presidential limousine will be far more from green. However, the Obama-mobile, jeez, oh, <laughs> being prepared for the president-elect is said to be a monster gas guzzler made by General Motors, the troubled car giant. It will look like a black Cadillac, but uh, Cadillac, but it's built like a tank. A spy photographer who tracks down future car models for magazines snatched pictures of the heavily disguised first car in waiting when it was being road tested last summer. The armor-plated vehicle, which has a raised roof. Windows up to five inches thick, extra strength tires, and a body made of steel, aluminum, titanium, and ceramics is thought to be based on a GMC 2500, uh, 2500 truck that gets less than 10 miles to the gallon. Three cars are believed to be in production so that two cars can serve as decoys. Oh, boy. Suck gas, 
evil doer. <laughs> that's one. That's quite a limo there, and I mean, I think every limo yeah. is a gas guzzler, no? Yeah, you know? it, it is. But um, I, don't, you know, yeah. I, I suppose, I suppose that uh, you know, you guess you kind of, if you're the president of the United States, you need that extra security. You need that extra. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, I mean, you know. My God! Look, look at the Pope mobile. I think it withstand a nuclear uh, attack. Um, but yeah, I expect that. I mean, like, who cares? I don't. I don't care if it's guzzling gas. It's the least of the things in my That's mind where right the now. They're going to go when the. Uh, they're going to go hide in the, his limo when the nuclear <laughs> Holocaust happens. Oh my God! Let's hope it doesn't get to that. But uh, you know, I guess keeping on the Obama thing, but I guess more uh, keeping back to the financial thing here. This is interesting, and I actually uh, have a little something here from our past. Here, Obama picks uh, Geithner for Treasury Secretary post. Okay, I'll read. Faced with an historic financial crisis that will define the early days of his term, U.S. President-elect Barack Obama unveiled his economic team Monday, highlighted by appointment by the appointment of New York Federal Reserve head Timothy Geithner at, as his future Treasury Secretary, former now former New York Federal Reserve head. Obama made the announcement at a noon news conference in Chicago, having served at, at senior roles at Treasury, the IMF, and the New York Fed. Tim Geithner offers not just extensive experience shaping policy and managing financial markets. He also has an unparalleled understanding of our current economic crisis in all of its depth, complexity, and urgency. Well, of course he does. He's the head of the New York Fed. Now, you know, originally, obviously, the thing that came into my mind first was, oh, my God, you know, people read this article. They just don't understand what the Federal Reserve is. And I want to play a little bit of our interview with G. Ever Griffin, if it's okay with you, Ben. And I know, you know, if... if, Yes. Yeah, okay. Very relevant. Let me just play it. So I'll start um, with the obvious, with the question you just asked, what is the Federal Reserve System? I'll start by saying what it is not. What it is not is what most people think it is. Uh, Most people think it's a government agency. They think it's uh, somehow under the control of Congress and the Senate and the President and that uh, it represents the people in some indirect political way. Most people think it was installed uh, back in 1913 to, uh, to protect people, to stabilize banking, to stabilize the currency, uh, to protect our purchasing power, and all of those good things that we hear about when we study it in school. None of those things are true. When you really get into the history of it and start to analyze this creature, you find out that it uh, it, it is not a government agency. Okay, we'll pick it up when we get back, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com, much more to come. Stay tuned. We love you. There are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein, 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce, and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones, with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have. This product is available in powder, seeds, and oil, and is shipped free to your door in the U.S. This product is illegal to grow in the U.S., but is legal to import. Don't waste time thinking about storing food. Plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now, and be in control of your destiny. You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 7:19. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608 today. 
Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts and Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio. That it, uh, it it is not a government agency by any stretch of the imagination. It's really the proper name to call it. It's a cartel. It's uh, no different than a banana cartel or an oil cartel or any other kind of cartel. This one happens to be a banking cartel, which means that it's a group of the largest banks in the United States, many of them with uh, very close ties to banks in other countries. But it's strictly an organization which is uh, made up of the banks themselves, and uh, they determine the policy. Uh, they took in with them as a partner in this uh, formation back in 1913. They took the government in as a partner, but the government doesn't control it. It's merely a partner. By that, I mean that the, the Congress and the Senate created the, uh, the legal structure for the Federal Reserve. They created a special corporation by an act of Congress. And so the structure definitely was created by Congress, created by the government. But the people who are in that structure, the people who control that structure and, and make the decisions are not the government. All right, so that's G. Edward Griffin. Welcome back, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com is our website. 
of course, this is the farm, the one and only. Uh, that was G. Edward Griffin on our show, not to promote our own show like we always do anyway. But yeah. no, that we did interview him. That was that was our final show, August twenty eighth. So you can check it out on our archives. Yeah, he is the author of uh, the Creature of Jekyll Isle, which is one of the most important books about the Federal Reserve. Yeah, uh, really explaining what what it is and and how much of a monster it is and how much control it has over our economy and over our government. I mean, this is this organization is the most powerful, essentially one of the most powerful open organizations in the world. I mean, we talk about a lot about the shadow governments and the uh, you know occultic uh, things behind them, but uh, the Federal Reserve is just right, right out in the open, wide open, um, saying what their policies are, telling that telling people that it's it's a fiat currency, telling that they're telling people that they're not accountable to the government at all, terrorists. and uh, really just, just yeah, essentially terrorists. Thank you, Pyth. Economic terrorists. And Economic I, terrorists. Yeah, the reason why we're playing it. I mean, granted, I wanted to make the leap from this Timothy Geithner now as the he's the future Treasury Secretary, but this guy. Um, he headed the New York He's Fed evil. Federal Reserve. I mean, this guy was part of the yeah. New York Federal Reserve, and now this guy's going to be uh, the Treasury Secretary. So, I mean, I mean, for anybody out there that thinks that Obama's not for this illegal organization that's running our country, our, our monetary system. Look, it's right here. I mean, you don't, you can't even hide exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, he says it, and then he goes out and he hires uh, a Federal Reserve person as his economic advisor. I mean, just incredible. Yeah. The, the blatant. Uh, open-ended hypocrisy that he has when he yeah. talks about helping out poor people, and you literally have an organization. I've said this a thousand times, but you literally have an organization, a private organization, whose job it is to redistribute wealth away from the poor people right. into the rich people's pockets. Yeah. and he's out there fronting for them. Right, he is not for the poor people. No. get over it. He's not <laughs> for it. That's what I was. It was funny. Some Why? one of my former coworkers, I used to work at a company. He, he was all, you know, very scared once Obama got elected because, oh, my God, you know, I'm, I'm scared he's going to redistribute my wealth. I'm going to take it out of the bank. And I'm like, my, I was like, buddy, I was like, that should be the last thing on your mind right now as far as Obama's concerned. I was like, look up the Federal Reserve and, and you know, I gave him the whole look. I'm sure he didn't do it. I, I know it's, it was a, a lost cause, but I try. And I think the other thing that's important is uh, for friends out there, for people out there that have friends or, you know, for loved ones or people who don't understand, uh, if they are willing to listen about the Federal Reserve, I think it's so crucial, especially today, yeah. especially in this you know, this week and this time and now with all of the economic stuff going on, I think it's so crucial to at the very least, and I have very little understanding of economy and economics, Ben, it's just not, yeah. my, it's just not my best subject, but at the very least, know what the Federal Reserve is, understand that it's not a United States organization, and make people look at the money that they you know, hand out these these dollars that they hang hand out with Federal Reserve note all over them printed. Uh, people should understand what happened in 1913. People should at least watch Aaron Russo's the late Aaron Russo's yeah. uh, Freedom to Fascism. Unfortunate, yeah, obviously, under- unfortunate passing away. But yeah, I mean, just understand what the the Federal Reserve is, and just understand what money is actually. You know, because once you right. understand what money is, where it came from. Yes, where it came from and the purpose of, of why it's supposed to exist and the difference between fiat currencies and um, uh, object-based backed currencies, you know, things like that is, is, is there's a world of difference between the two. But there was the and the Fed um, and the Fed protests that happened uh, this week, and we did have somebody from and the Fed scheduled to come on, but unfortunately we had to cancel because, you know, we don't have phone lines up yet. We yeah. don't have uh, the ability to communicate with other people while we're on the air right now, but um, supposedly went very well, and uh, lots of people showed up all over the place, but um, their their clear message was, end the Federal Reserve. End it, because it's a criminal organization. Yeah. Um, it's it's completely unconstitutional, and it controls so much of, of our country's wealth and turns it into a Ponzi scheme for the rich monopoly men in this country that we have to start 
making more people aware of it. You yeah, know, it, otherwise right. we're totally screwed because I mean we are we're already screwed by it. The, what's happening right now in the financial district and the economic news that we've been talking about is 100% because of the Federal Reserve. I mean, it is 100% because of it, and it's the fiat currency and the inflation that they uh, create as a result to it, and the and the ability to destroy an entire nation's money supply. It is the most single most important issue that's happening right now. Right, and to let people, you know, the to let them understand what it is is just so paramount. And that's you could really, I mean, if you want to see some yes. serious denial, anybody who's remotely awake in this fading republic, if you want to see some serious denial on people's face, if you want to see people turn their their mind away from even looking at what's going on, that's a good place to start because it it's is. completely provable. This is not a conspiracy yeah, theory, exactly. uh, even though there are conspiracies going on behind this this organization, um, and that's not debatable. But yeah, I mean, this is something that you could, it's a good way to kind of open someone's eyes. And granted, uh, this is very fundamental uh, for people listening to the show. People know a lot about this already, but that's why it's so important because it is fundamental, and it's a great way to kind of open, open up people's eyes. Uh, we'll, and we will get to that, by the way, the, the growing movement that's seeking to end the Fed. I want to get to that. That's a huge update. Um, just real quick going on with this article here. With Timothy Geithner, uh, in addition to him, Obama's also named Lawrence Summers, Treasury Secretary and former uh, President Bill Clinton's administration, as his choice for the head of the National Economic Council. Summers, age 53, will serve as chief economic advisor. Bless you again, Ben. You are coming down with something. And I, I am. I am coming I know down it's something. stupid to say bless you because nobody can hear you sneeze because <laughs> yeah. you did your cough button. But uh, as a friend, I wanted to say, uh, you know, Zoom tight, God bless you, whatever is politically correct these, these days. Uh, so, uh, Summers, God bless you. Yeah, right, right, fine. yeah, back to article. Summers, age 53, will serve as chief economic advisor to Obama. Quote, Larry helped guide us through several major international financial crises and was a central architect of the policies that led to the longest economic expansion in American history with record surpluses, rising family incomes, and more than 20 million new jobs. Well, I remember those days. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's to end that one there. And, of course, uh, I want to keep going. I mean, there's just too much to talk about tonight to, to not get to these things, Ben. I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't be sorry. We're spreading information. But Obama proposes big stimulus package. Tax increases on the wealthy are certainly uh, going to happen. So this was this is certainly more of the redistribution of wealth. So to credit that guy I was talking about And, again, about before. Just, to, just to chime in real quickly, it's not the wealthy that he's taxing. The wealthy are the billionaire bankers right. and who he's backing. It, it, he's turning Americans against Americans. Exactly. Thank you. But he's, go ahead. You're right. Yeah, he's, he's taxing. He's taxing the quote-unquote wealthy, the people that make over $250,000, which they are. They're wealthy compared to the average That's American, but not, they not are wealthy not, anymore. They're not the wealthy. Yeah. No. And, and again, this is why, I mean, as, as, as much as I think it's nice to help the poor and as much as I'd love to be able to do this with a, with a government that's supposed to serve the people, this to me is not the right solution. And this is not um, – this is like a real back backwards way to do things, to not curse. Absolutely. Um, you know, the, I mean, we talk about trillions missing from the Pentagon. I mean, all these dollars that are being wasted on these wars uh, from an American interest uh, point of view, when you realize that this, this whole war on terror is a fraud. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we sh these problems should be gone over with years ago. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, this is just, you know, not the way of things. President-elect, if I say this one more time, President-elect, it's going to make me <laughs> sick. I'm going to come up with a word. P P give me an Obama. I need something else. Thank you. He unveiled key elements of his blueprint for turning around. I need one of those little. I need like a one button. But although we're already beaten, that that's that's Pastor Manning. By the way, we got a couple emails that thought that that was. Yeah, the people thought that was Jeremiah Wright. That's not Jeremiah Wright. That's uh, Pastor Manning. And yeah. of course, we did get those clips from the Howard Stern show. I'm not sure if anybody out there listens to her Howard Stern show, but. 
Oh, okay, yeah, Pete got him off YouTube. I heard it first on Howard Stern, we just to make it to clear. We have to get Pastor Manning on the show. Uh, yeah, they actually interviewed him recently, and it, it's it's a riot. So we did, you know, we did kind of get those from the internet. You can go to YouTube, get Pastor Manning clips. I first heard about it on the Howard Stern show, just to make things fair and clear. Um, so Obama unveiled his key elements of his blueprint for turning around real. the economy and <laughs> the team tasked with making it work, including massive stimulus package and tax cuts for a vast majority of Americans paid for by the nation's wealthiest. So, yes. Ben, on the, on the surface of it, yes, you're right. And, and, of course, people will think, oh, my God, they're going to take from the rich and give to the poor. And that's what it kind of looks like on the surface. But, yes, that's not what's going on. <laughs> he's okay? an economic Robin Hood. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. wonderful. Yes, yes, he's a real person, per, person's well, person. Against a backdrop of increasing calls for him to establish a viable economic rescue plan well before he takes office on January 20th, Obama said reforms in Washington will be needed to create a sustainable economy, including larger contributions from taxpayers earning more than $250,000 per year. You can get all this, folks. I'm sure it's on our website. But, yeah, I mean, you know, again, Ben, this is, to me, it's just not – this is not the way to do it. I mean, Ron Paul has basically given you stencils, the stencil framework, absolute. the absolute answers or, you know, or many of the um, the great solutions to get us back on the right track economically. I mean, yeah. I'm not even saying the gold standard, but first and foremost, get out of these – and wars. I mean, let's get the money back we're wasting on these wars. Yeah. Put it back into America at the very least. And then you can talk about the Federal Reserve. You can talk about abolishing the Fed and, and you know, perhaps getting us back onto a gold center. I mean, there's hundreds of things that we could do yeah. um, to, to just get us back to some sound financial stability and start helping people in America for once. I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think. <laughs> Listening to the Animal Farm show gets me so hot. Just look at what, what Osama, Barack Obama said just yesterday. Barack Obama calling on, on radicals, jihadists of all the different types to come together in Iraq. In the white room with Obama in the station. Yeah, everything's all right. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. Visit AnimalFarmShow.com today. Yeah, switching gears, we you know we often blame Obama here for or blame Obama, blame blame Bush and politicians for our problems, but who we really should be looking at is each other and ourselves. And agreed, Ben, agreed. Yes, and this, this article right here, this really proves it. Scary, you scary stuff me. right here. Go ahead. Um, and I, I don't know if we're coming up on a break or anything. We're actually going to take the liberty of skipping one of the Oh, breaks. okay. If they fire you us, Ben, then... are a bum. Wow. <laughs> we have the power to do that, huh? I guess we do. I don't know. That's cool. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, yes, we do. <laughs> All right. This one's called America's Forgotten Freedoms. This is incredible. A survey by the First Amendment Center in the U.S. has reached the shocking conclusion that most American citizens don't know the five basic freedoms enshrined in the Constitution. <laughs> 
A study found that no more than 3% of Americans remember petition among the First Amendment's five basic freedoms. However, freedom of speech was remembered by the majority of respondents, 56%. <laughs> Only 56% remembered what freedom uh, that freedom of speech was in the Constitution. It's unbelievable. Most people cannot tell you what the First Amendment is. I mean, they, don't, they have no idea. It's just very, very bizarre. But there's a couple statistics here that I just thought were uh, pretty remarkable. 39%, l- listen to this carefully, Go 39%. Ahead, would extend to subscription cable and satellite television the government's current authority to regulate content on over-air broadcast television. Really? Yes. 54% would continue IRS regulations that bar religious leaders from openly endorsing political candidates from the pulpit without endangering the tax-exempt status of their organizations. Uh, That's arguable, I guess. 66% say the government should be able to require television broadcasters to offer an equal allotment of time to conservatives and liberal broadcasters. Sounds sounds like the fairness doctrine. (laughs) 62% would apply the same requirement to newspapers, which have never had the content regulated by the government. 66% are for this. Now, where is this? One more time. Where is this uh, survey or poll coming from, Ben? It's uh, the FirstAmendmentCenter.org. <clears throat> My goodness. Me. Yeah, FirstAmendmentCenter.org. Where am uh, I they... supposed to go in the fetal position because <laughs> of your poll? Let's <laughs> hope not. But, yeah, that's not it. 38% would permit government to require broadcasters to report a specific amount of quote-unquote positive news in return for licenses to operate. <laughs> 31% would not permit musicians to sing songs with lyrics that others might find offensive. Oh, my holy God. <laughs> there goes rap. Yeah. 68% favor government restrictions on campaign contributions by private companies, and 55% favor such limits on amount uh, individuals can contribute to somebody else's campaign. So um, I just can't you believe that number. Illogical 60- decisions. <laughs> that 66% <laughs> number for... Uh, regulating what people broadcast on their shows and on their and their newspapers, just I can't, yeah. I cannot get over it. And you and I were talking about the fairness doctrine, and yeah. I, I basically said to you, I don't think it's going to happen because it's so just blatantly anti-American and Eric anti-freedom. Uh, but hell, dude, now I don't but, know, yeah, but, man. But, I mean, Ben, you, you did, you know, you do know the Patriot you, Act passed I mean, after 9/11. I, I know that was different circumstances. I know, very I know, that, I know very, very well, different. I understand we were under, you know, this this traumatic experience. I understand yeah. that, but I mean, that was Trump. I mean, this is what control. they do. Okay, they they. They dumb you down, and if they can't get something pushed through, they figure out how to, you know, manufacture a, an but event, it's just, it's just, and they push it through anyway. I mean, that's the way they roll. They're very smart and very deceptive. It's just absolutely astounding. Those numbers right there uh, just blow my freaking mind. Yeah, man. but you know what, Ben? You can go on the street, and if you lead someone in the right direction, if you'd be like, oh, do you think, you know, blah, 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 this and that, they'll be oh, yeah, sure. But, you know, if you present it a different way, they'll, they'll come up with a different answer. I mean... Yeah, but just and not, the, not just to bitch the, out the public, but, but let's just be the honest, lack man. of basic understandings to what to what freedom is. You know what I mean? It's like this this show is ours. This is our private entity. This is our show. Yeah. If we don't want to have people on that we don't like, we don't have to do that. That's what freedom is. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, Ben, the choir is here, and you're preaching, and so am I. But most people think that freedom is when the government comes in and tells us what to broadcast and who we need to have. I mean, that that's the opposite (laughs) of freedom. That's freaking backwards, man. Well, let's call it what it is. That is fairness. (laughs) Now, you can't have. Fairness (laughs) Fairness <laughs> and freedom. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way because there's always going to be that jackass. Why? Who um, out there is going to say things that maybe to you it's offensive, but you as an American, oh, as God. an adult, as, as a human being, for God's sakes, you have to figure and you have to think to yourself. Well, I mean, yes, he's making an ass out of himself, but that's freedom. That's the cost of freedom. Sometimes yeah. people say things that are going to offend me. I'm going to have to deal with that in my life and figure out a way to deal with 
other people's actions you know, and behaviors. You know, Tony, I don't think we should deal with that. I think we should just call <laughs> the government in and just have them kick down some doors and, hey, and take care of business. It could happen what any day mean? in this studio, I tell you that right now, because this show obviously is in the line of fire. Not that we're well, we any bit of, popular. We've but... got lots of guns and door stops and, uh, and, and you know, well, yeah. lots of other booby traps in here. I'm, I'm sure the door stop's not going not gonna to help with the glass being broken. But <laughs> No, but I mean, look, to me, the, the, the big wrap-up from, right. I guess it was Friday or Thursday show, I'm, I'm not sure which one it was, but the big wrap-up for me, I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Uh, it just you have to smirk now when you listen to Rush Limbaugh and you listen to Hannity. <laughs> yes. When you listen to the uh, so-called conservative or neo-conservative, whatever the hell these people think are, are supposed to be, when you listen to them talk about the fairness doctrine, and now they're all shaking yeah. in their boots. Whether it's manufactured, whether they're actually scared or not, is not what I'm talking about. What what makes me laugh though is these people were totally calling Americans conspiracy theorists and terrorists, literally using the T word um, when you know 9-11 is ever questioned in any, exactly, any regard, yeah. anything like that ever happens. So they call us terrorists for using our free speech in that regard, but when it's their asses on the line, all of a sudden, they're the ones shaking in their boots, and now they want some action taken. We have to stop the fairness exactly. doctrine because it's an attack on free speech. Well, we got to clean up this country. But they're, but they're morons because they're the hypocrites. ones that, They're hypocrites and they're morons because they centralized they centralized the government under their constitu uh, their their conservative ideology and didn't realize that that centralization would eventually be used against them because it always freaking is. Oh. And they didn't realize that they're morons, they're hypocritical. Yeah, I mean, and, and, I, and I'm glad that they're shaking in their boots. It's like it's it's like good, good for you. Now you realize what centralization does. You turns. Well, and yeah, at the same time, some kind of moron. I'm still not buying the crap that they're selling now. In other words, I'm not necessarily going to believe them when they say I'm shaking in my boots again. Rush Limbaugh is like what number one in the yeah. freaking world. I don't know yeah. how this happens. Maybe he's just <laughs> maybe he's just the guy anybody everybody can identify with because whatever he's reason. Evil. And I'm not going to buy any crap from Hannity either. You said it, Ben. These people are the mainstream media. They're not worried about being kicked off mainstream media. Yeah. Let's be honest. They have enough ratings to support the the the, the argument. In other words, oh, they're mean, making enough like... money off of their their commercial. And okay? this is one of the reasons why I thought the fairness doctor, doctrine wouldn't pass because if it did pass, Rush Limbaugh would go out there on some pirate station and and tell his is, you know, 14 million people that start marching on Washington, and a lot of them would do it, yeah. you know? So he has a, a considerable force behind him, Sean Hannity as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so there, there's kind of good news in that regards that we have the, the evil scumbag neocons on our side just in this one issue, but uh, when seeing that number, 66%, that that think that freedom is when the government comes in and regulates talk radio. I mean, it's just it's just beyond me, man. What about that clip from Terror Storm? I mean, to, to plug an Alex Jones film. What about that clip of the uh, the, the woman? Me, I think the, the woman from London. She says, "I think people should give up their freedom for liberty, or yeah. something along the literally something along those lines. I, free, give up liberty for freedom. I think it was it. Yeah, to give up their liberties for freedom, or whatever the hell she said. But I mean, this is the population. It's not just America, you know, Ben. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. It's just the population, the, the the mass public out there that it just they've just were never told. By the way, you should always watch behind you. You should always yes. watch to see who's bending you over. Sorry for the expression, yeah. but it's true. I mean, you always have to look at government, and you <laughs> you basically have to question everything. That's the third time you use my own laugh on the show tonight. <laughs> but I uh, just just I mean, look, it is what it is, folks out there. You know what we're talking about. And once again, you can instant message us for the time being until we get our chat room up. And it's uh, Animal Farm Show uh, through the AIM Instant Messenger, the evil virus-ridden. AOL, which I apologize <laughs> for having, you know, make you go on there. Or of course, Jack horrible. Blood. Was
was it? Jackblood Forum, right? That's the um, uh, Jackblood Forum, and you dot com. Go to go to the web address, Ben. Dot com. Yeah. Thank you, JackbloodForum.com. That's and probably also, the better route. Um, DeadlineLive.info. Yes. Um, and you could click on the chat room there and, and get in touch with us there. So. Yeah, and, and just to, I have a, a funny thing out of Albuquerque with some police state news. Something a little tidbit funny for the for the interim here. But uh, you're getting sick, and I heard Jack was talking all about like you know he was losing mass amounts of fluids and body, hard, bodily fluids. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when people when people use harp. What's that one guy who calls into every show? He's talking about. Harp. He's like harp made me take a dump on my cat. <laughs> my goodness, this is out of control. Um, yeah, it's, All right. it's harp or the chem uh, chemtrails. Chem chem which which hey, I'm, I'm not you know I'm not denying it. But anyway, just just to wrap up that last point, yeah, it's just funny to see that the fake neocons now all of a sudden pretending that they're scared yeah. because they're going to be kicked off the air because of what they're saying. You know what? Take this bag of manure and sell it somewhere where they're buying it because it's just not going to be sold here. Uh, but I will, <laughs> I will transition. Albuquerque police just posted new ads say they want snitches. This is wonderful. Maybe this is you know going to lead into the new Obama you know civilian national task force, and that's one of my biggest areas of interest. Ben, I've said that a hundred times. The Albuquerque Police Department has turned to the want ads for snitches. Here's the actual advertisement, Ben. And I'm going to I'm going to read it. No, I'm not kidding. You. Oh, <laughs> I need a beer, by the way. It never ends. An ad this week in the alternative newspaper, the Albili asks, quote, people who hang out with crooks, end quote, to do some part-time work for the police. It reads in part, make some extra cash, drug use, and criminal record is okay. Holy crap. That's what it says. Captain Joe Hudson <laughs> says police received more than 30 responses in two days. He says one tip was a, quote, Big one, but wouldn't elaborate. An informant whose tip helps officers arrest a drug dealer could earn $50. A tip about a murder suspect could bring up to $700. So if you're not nice to me, Ben, I'm reporting your ass. I could use the money. It's not the first time department has run these ads. In a program 10 years ago, police received so many calls, they turned the phones off. And we talked about that one town, which I can't, of course, ever remember, but they were handing out these little volunteer badges and their, you know, the little radar guns. And that yeah. was another, that was, uh-huh. that's happening now, I think, nationwide, because I even saw it on another website today but yeah all of a sudden now these you know we're starting to see more in the open now these people who are just volunteering to become law enforcement Absolutely. officials and little, little it's just wonderful Stasis, how yeah. safe yeah well it's just you know, but it's like a civilian stasi which is which is even which, which is, is even somewhat worse. of what was happening because yes they were tattling on one another because they were so scared and yeah. fear does that to you but this is more this is just more like hey you you poor bastard who you know or you're on the bread line hey make 700 bucks today and just report someone who might be a suspect and yeah. think about the thing, now, we talked about the competence of the average human being, which, unfortunately, folks, is just not that high. Zero yeah. point. <laughs> Thank you, Pi. Very well said. So we talked about this, and now we're trusting them with the, the act or the job, the role of watching me and what I do on the road. Well, again, to, to um, you know, <laughs> again, to say, to mirror Alex Jones, what he's saying is, you know, one of his movies, I think it was... Um, 9/11 Rise of the Police State. Uh, one of those. Which one? I'll tell you. I know that one like the back of my hand. Yeah, but it was it was yes. a, it was the children that were getting paid money um, 
from federal funding to to tattle and snitch on their parents and things like that. And they're actually getting they're actually getting police officers coming to the school that were teaching them, hey, you know, if your daddy's got a gun, it was or your tyranny. Got, I don't know. You think you're right? It, it, it I don't was, think it was. No, it was nine eleven. It was nine eleven. Road to tyranny. Yes, uh, that was the movie. You're absolutely right. That was it. Um, but you know, we're seeing this Thanks, all Alex. over the place, and now, uh, and 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 yes. and we're and we're seeing this private sort of uh, civilian force naturally take shape, like Obama yeah. said that he wanted to, but. There's all types of federal funding out there to turn the people against each other, and that crazy bastard Alex Jones was right. They're trying to get us. <laughs> Dude, how? I mean, what, <laughs> like him or hate him, he's right a lot of the times, and and this is what we're they seeing. Love to kill you and your family. You know, he, he just, it's, he, this is what's going on. I mean, you know, yeah, I don't like it at all, but yes, scary. we're seeing and we're seeing the the people being turned against the people, and we just talked about it happening maybe economically with the the rich versus the poor. Now that's the new game, and God knows what's going to happen then. God knows what riots, but and really, it just comes down to. I think it's just going to come down to lower middle class fighting upper middle class when you really boil down mm-hmm. the numbers and you see, oh, my God, this is not like the uh, the corporate bankers taking Learjets to different countries for vacation. No, no, no. This is me and you only if we had, you know, really good jobs versus me and you yeah. well, right now. Well, I mean, I do want I do also want to get <laughs> broke ass because I, I want to I want to get into that and, and talk to you about that uh, movie that I've been watching. Oh, I really I do want to hear this. Um, yeah, it's, I, I've been watching the movie and it's I actually just turned it on today and just saw four. 40 minutes of it, but the 40 minutes that I saw kind of blew my mind away. Um, <clears throat> and it was about the Weather Underground, which is, uh, you know, famously now um, talked about prominently on Neocon Radio uh, for Bill Ayers, William Ayers, who um, who has associations with Barack Obama, but he was People also... Know. Yeah, he was also a... Um, he was a member of the Weather Underground, and the Weather Underground was sort of an activist uh, socialist network out there that really was against the war in Vietnam and against the killing, and they actually went out and proactively started bombing United States um, institutions, the Pentagon and and, uh, and banks and anarchy, and they were running around and stuff. But uh, one of their main one of their main prov- provocateur acts was this because because they were communists and they were they wanted worldwide revolution, but it was all against the quote unquote bourgeois, the mm-hmm. upper class, the people that you know middle had, class upper class yeah the middle class upper class people that had money um and were hard workers and things of that nature, and they really just focused away from personal property and the American way essentially and focused on a communistic type of society where you know they felt that the rich people had had the had all the money had all the control and were causing all this death in the world and so they lashed out against them uh you know by riding in the streets bashing open windows mm-hmm. of, of banks and private interest and uh, organizations that were <clears throat> excuse me that were going on in the neighborhood you're sick ben you're sick excuse me and stay they, away from me and they did that um <laughs> but that was their sort of justification because um all these bourgeois people were out there and they were starting these wars and stuff they they turned it into a class warfare type of thing and that's the same pattern that you're seeing now right is that it's now being turned into a class warfare type right. of society yeah. when it's not about classes whatsoever it's about what a person does for a living how much money they make, um, how hard they work, and um, you know, th- and depending on how, how much money they work, making how hard they work, they are considered bourgeois now, and they are upper class, and they have the money. More and trying to yes, and they're trying to put the lower class down, so the lower class must rise up and fight and and make sure you know that is the notion that's putting being put out there right now. Um, and it's just terrifying Why? once you look deeply into it. Yeah, well, of course, just like so many times in history, they just you know, governments and, and high-powered organizations just 
keep us fighting with each other so that they can run off with the uh, the money and the power and everything else like that. I mean, this is just kind of par for the course. But yeah. What was the name of the movie again, Ben? And, and what I was thinking, you actually reminded me, I was, we, we want to start doing something called Movie Mondays. Yes. Now, it could be just kind of a useless movie that's just kind of in the theaters like a Batman, which is great and fun and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, now there's so many great documentaries being made over the last five, six years, and just the last two years, really. So many great films have come out. We should do... Like like we talked about, maybe like a half an hour segment of Movie Mondays. Yeah. And this could be maybe one of our first, um, you know, to- topic, subject. Yeah. What's, what's it called again? It's called The Weather Underground. Weather I, Underground. I'm, I'm actually watching it on Netflix online right now because I have a Netflix account. I don't know if it's on Google Video or anything else, uh, but I would highly suggest people rent it because one of the things that's really interesting about the movie is it's because it's about that Vietnam era um, revolutionaries out there. We take a lot of our revolutionary, our modern day revolutionary aspects and take it sort of from the the communists that were revolting back then and you could really see it in our in our movement and in the movements that sort of coincide with us uh, for the most part the modern day left really that coincides with the anti-bush movement but now they're sort of mainstream and now they're going to be the uh, people that are disrupting the movement but yeah um, we we see a lot of those things uh, that that coincide with that and a lot of lessons learned um, so I mean I just highly suggest people check it out yeah no no doubt Ben. wow wow only little piece of good news I can take from all that you know what you were just saying and the things that we've discussed so far now that we've returned here um, the only good, good news is that it seems like the left is waking up to the falsity that is Obama, and it looks like the right, a lot of people on the right are at least trying to wake up, and now they're getting scared about this emerging police state. So when we get back, though, I want to continue on the Federal Reserve. A growing movement is seeking to end the Fed. We'll talk about them and the updates. Stay tuned, folks. Animal Farm Radio Show. We shall return. What do you mean? Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels. Detoxifies the body and reduces junk food cravings. Burns fat and builds muscle and is easy to digest. Non-allergenic and gluten-free can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. 
call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a night light or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner. Not yet available in Iowa. Online all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program frequently. Freedom Underground Radio. Welcome back. That's right. Animal Farm Radio shows what you're currently listening to. Hopefully you're uh, hopefully you're not leaving our show to go listen to anybody else's show. <laughs> Someone in the chat. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, Someone in the chat apparently just went to go listen to another show which shall remain nameless. I think, unless we want to name it. Oh, damn. Oh, but uh, if we're not the most entertaining show on the air right now, then I'm going to quit because that's basically what we pride ourselves on here. Uh, Pi, you you are bitch. You have that little, <laughs> you have that one clip. The the statement of our show, how our network prides ourselves on. Certain things. Could you cook that up and just kind of play it? All right, go ahead. Just let me know what you want. I'm going to talk about important stuff while you get the unimportant stuff ready, and that is the growing movement uh, continuing to seek to end the Fed. Go ahead, Pius, play it. Then I'll we go. pride ourselves on the high moral standards of our programs, and I mean that sincerely. We don't resort to sex or crime or violence or drinking. On the <laughs> you know what's funny is that we're high, <laughs> the high moral standard. Hey, well, we're, while we're drinking, while we're reporting on crime and sex, while we're um, while we're playing clips of flushing babies down toilets. Oh, good <laughs> lord! I mean, you know, it's just the intro article, Ben. Josh, it's <laughs> a high high moral standard. Oh, we're all doomed. On November 22nd, recognizing the secretive conception of the Federal Reserve System, in this 95th year since its creation, a growing movement of citizens concerned with this country's fiscal policies will gather in 30. Nine cities nationwide at each Federal Reserve location to demand an end to the Fed, a return to sound monetary policy, and an end to corporate bailouts. Nice. Um, you wanted to say something, Ben? Did you have no, something I, secretive to tell me? You were looking at me. No, I'm just I'm sick, so I have that weird looking eye. Do you want me to give you the cough button? <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, you are like I can actually while the show has progressed now that we're in the an hour and twenty minutes in now, I can hear more that you are getting sick. It's like, like worse and worse. The nasaliness. Just in a, yeah, just of in your an hour voice. And twenty minutes. It's horrible. You know, I, I'd say. Yeah. It'd be great though if we if if we got an activist group or maybe us or maybe the end of Fed people could go out there and and really. Um, start an awareness program for the 100th year anniversary of the Federal Reserve. I think that'd if be we great. If make it that man. far, <laughs> it's like five years for that. 100 years of terror type of uh, type of campaign, and we're not going to stand for it anymore. I mean, that'd be, that'd be kind of pretty 
I think it'd be really, really awesome. I hope, I hope that it's not a problem at that point. But you know, let's be honest. I mean, there's so much going on, and it seems like every day now, it just seems like the acceleration of what's going on in the world, in the news, and events that are taking place, and things that are getting done, and like now there's a new president. So I mean, there's so much happening. It seems like things are just happening at supersonic speed, yeah. at least in my head. And I don't know why that is, but uh, yeah, yeah. To me, like you know, to even think, people are like, oh, troops, you know, troops might get uh, drawn out from Iraq in 2011. And I'm like. 2011. I'll be happy if I see 2009. I mean, <laughs> it's only November. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it just seems like there's so much to do and, and so little time, and everything's happening so fast. But in Washington, D.C., they will gather across the street from Fed Central, the Board of Governors Building at 20th Street and Constitution Avenue at 1 p.m., denied a permit to protest on Federal Reserve grounds by the Fed's Public Affairs Office on the basis that it is private property, the rally with a stage and amplification system will be held across the street with a permit granted by the Parks Department. Of course, you need a permit these days to, yeah. to protest in the free America, yeah. uh, the United States. Uh, national coordination is being provided by Aaron Russo's Restore the Republic. God rest his soul. RestoreTheRepublic.net is the website. Once again, RestoreTheRepublic.net. And more information can be found at endthefed.us. Speakers will include Gary Franchi of Restore the Republic to discuss his organizational plans. Well, I plans. guess it would be speakers did include because it, it happened on Saturday. Oh, uh, well, you know yeah. what? See, Ben, I'm behind wow. the news a little bit here. So, yes, thank you. Speakers did include. I beg your pardon. Thank you for letting me know that. Um, because I just kind of like round up everything, and I don't. I guess I don't check. There's a lot well to uh, lot to cover here. <laughs> so much on this to cover. Show, but um, the, the endorsement list was huge for the end of the Fed um, organization. Chuck Baldwin, presidential candidate, who I personally voted for. Mm -hmm. uh, Governor Jesse Ventura. Uh, G, G. Edward Griffin, who the man. Yes, the man. The man. God bless him. He's like what? He's eighty something years old now, and he's just. He's, he's such an activist. I can't get over how much that man has done. Yeah, it's, it's what really a role incredible. model. But uh, Gary Franchi yep. from Restore the Republic. Adam Kokich, I don't know who that is. Daryl Castle, Cindy Sheehan, we know who that is. Of course. Senator Mike Gravel, uh, Democratic presidential candidate. Uh, Yvonne Schick, a libertarian for U.S. Senate. Carol Brulette, Kevin Barrett, we know who that is. Of course. Felix Raymond Montez, Paul Conroy, Joe Bannister, the tax protester. Yes, a former FBI or a former FBI agent or IRS agent or uh, IRS he, agent. IRS. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Ted Anderson. We all know who that is. Of course, we know who Ted Anderson. William is. Lewis, who we've had on our show a number of times from uh, Washington, your fire documentary film uh, maker. Of course. Uh, the lovely Catherine Albrecht. The, who actually uh, gave gave me a prop on her show today, uh, courtesy hey, of Ray. Maybe. I missed her show today, which I, I don't stuff. I don't often do. I got here a little late. But she uh, she did uh, I guess could, oh real quick too the the thing there that I think the reason why she might have mentioned my name because I listened to her show early after the presidency and she was talking about Google and how they're like a big spy power uh -huh. and we were talking about Ixquick I X Q U I C dot com which is another browser but we'll get to it finish up then Sorry. okay no 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 it, my that, bird that was the list the list is way too too long to read but yeah you know, I mean you so get the idea this already happened so yeah, that's I mean, my mistake smack me up my, aside my head real quick everybody just uh, you know rallied around this this. Um, this, this, I guess, this end the Fed organization that it's happened a pretty big on movement. Saturday. It is a very big movement, but now we're starting to see, we're starting to mature, I guess, as a country, and starting to understand the, you know, centralizations that are happening in this country and where the centralization is and how important the Federal Reserve is. I mean, everything narrows down to there. And we've, you know, said, God bless his soul, Aaron Russo. Yeah. Um, Aaron Russo really took on the Federal Reserve, you know, single-handedly and went out there, and maybe not single-handedly, but went out there and created a, a movie. Um, called, you know, American Freedom to Fascism that focused entirely on the Federal Reserve. And before he died, he had mentioned a number of times, this is the most important issue in the world out there. Sure. Because this controls everything. I mean, yeah. money is the money is the 
is is the grease that you know that really. Well, it's how you control a country. There, there's a quote in the movie, and I'm ashamed at myself. I'm ashamed at myself. I have a head cold. That's my excuse. <laughs> for being you're allowed today. Though. You know what? Today you're allowed to cough uh. and wheeze and do all kinds of stuff in here. We'll understand. <laughs> but there's that. There's a quote from the movie. And, and tomorrow too, I hopefully. Oh yes, true. Uh, if you're not here, yeah, see if you feel better tomorrow. But there, there is that quote from Freedom to Fascism, the DVD. Uh, and I can't remember who said it. It was someone back in the day. But yes, you know, give me the ability to control someone, uh, a nation's money, and you give me the ability to control the country. And that's some, you know, obviously a terrible. That was Stalin. Thank you, Stalin. You know, I can't, oh, can't yeah. remember all these things, Ben. That's, I've, I've watched the movie a hundred times. So <laughs> but um, real quick too, I also want to give hats off to everybody who's at this or that was, you know, partook in this organization. I want to say uh, hats off to them for, you know, for being activists to be expected out of the G. Edward Griffins of the world and the Cindy Sheehan's. But half, hat off to her yeah. for not being. Being like this mindless left uh, person that, that maybe she was made out to be at first. Everybody thought, oh, she's anti-war. She, she hates America, falls into that category. But sure enough, she's opened her eyes about a lot of things since that day, since those days, since the ranch days. Yeah. And she's been out there doing her thing, and I give her a lot of credit, man. And I really admire her. Me you know, too. She's, she's somebody that I've really, I, I really feel very close to because I've gone through the exact same steps that the, that she did. She, you know, kind of got politically motivated because her son Casey died, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a real unfortunate. In the war, yeah. And then she went out there and she saw the anti-war movement and she said, wow, these people are doing a great work. They're anti-war and they're doing stuff, but they were Democrats. So she kind of sided with the Democrats, similar to the way I did. And then... Uh, you fool. Yes, I'm a fool. But then, you know, easily, <laughs> easily got a trick. But you gotta then, get that clip. But then started to realize that... Um, that the Democrats were just as pro-war as, as the Republicans. And once the Democrats went in there and weren't able to, to do what they had promised that they were going to do, she woke up and she said, hey, these people are scumbags, too. I'm coming out and, yeah. I'm, and I'm running right against Nancy Pelosi. Well, and, that, and that's, you know, that's what it is, Ben. In, in a nutshell, she didn't fall into the filter of left. Yeah. She didn't fall into the filter of she kept her morality you know, and Democrat. Uh, yeah. These stupid filters and how effective they've been is just a an absolute disgrace to humanity and then more you know accurately the, the American people. Um horrible. I can't, you know I, I look at it and it, 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 I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to think that we even have political parties in this country. I think it's horrible. I think it's the worst thing. And of course I think it's you know, the, one of the main reasons why stupidity is so rampant because people have their their allegiance, the stupid mindless allegiance. Yeah. Like people have to other things in life that I won't mention, but this allegiance to this stupid color and these stupid animals and, and this party that obviously not one party, there's not one party in this world that could have everything right theoretically or in theory. You know, yeah. there, there, there are good points to be made on, on all sides, not just left and right. And unfortunately, this is the problem we deal with. But I digress. Um, so, yes, I mean, you know, look, Ben, as, as much as I think hope is. We're losing it. I think we're losing a lot of hope. I think that we are in, you know, really difficult, horrible times. I mean, every day it seems to get worse. I mean, obviously the activism is still there. A lot of people are out there. A lot of people are are keeping um, their eyes open, and they are active, actually doing things. You yeah. know, I mean, we're doing yeah. a radio show, granted, but people out there are really doing a lot of good. They well, are protesting. Really gets, it gets my hopes up when I see websites like Democrats.com and the and the uh, yeah. article that we read sure. the other day, and sure. they were just so vehemently anti-Barack Obama, and they looked at his issues and the stuff that he voted for. They didn't look about the, they didn't have this this ridiculous, oh, change. allegiance. he's so awesome, he's so great, he's such a good speaker, and oh, oh man, he's so cool. 
It's just they, they were able to look past that and look at the issues that they voted for yep. and weren't moral cowards. So, I mean, it, we got we're, we're, we got a lot to talk about coming up after the break. Um, yeah, Alan Combs is going to be departing, so we'll talk about that some more. No more Hannity and Combs. No more Hannity and Combs. AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts and Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts and Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760. Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to BraveNewBookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about BraveNewBookstore.com. Hemp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn. Help. Shop at HempUSA.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out. Freedom. Underground. Radio. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. 
We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. You are listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show. AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. Yes, we were uh, talking about this before we went to the break. Alan Combs is going to be departing the top-rated Hannity and Combs show, the most infamous Hannity and Combs show. So I'm uh, so sad, man. What a relationship that was. What a relationship. Wow, what a bizarre relationship. Dominatrix huh? and the uh, the guy who took it. <laughs> I guess so. I'm really going to miss his uh, <laughs> useless uh, commentary. Yeah. Uh, Fox Nukes channels. Alan Combs will relinquish his role as co-host of Hannity and Combs at the end of this year. In announcing his decision, Combs said, I approached Bill Shine, FNC's Senior Vice President of Programming, early this year about wanting to move on after 12 years to develop new and challenging ways to contribute to the growth of the network. Although it's bittersweet to leave one of the longest marriages on cable news, I am proud that both Sean Hannity and I remain unharmed after sitting side by side night after night for so many years. Um, and, of course, I was listening to the Con Radio on Get the way out here. here, and, um, you know, <laughs> they were they were joking about him, and he's such a good friend of mine, Alan, and this and that. Of course he's a good friend of yours. He, he sat there like a squirrely bastard yeah, while you exactly. kicked his ass. He's, he's this little squeamish, little thin, yeah. weird-looking, deformed dude. I mean, not to... Not, I'm, I'm, <laughs> deformed. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even... I'm, well, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not trying to attack him necessarily, but it's just like, it's the obvious thing. Here's a clean-cut Irishman... Strapping... Strapping, strapping young, young lad. You're <laughs> strong-looking, smart, quick, and doesn't take anything. Sean Hannity. And you have this little weird squirrely, squirrely looking guy you know and, that, and that, i think the best illustration of what we're talking about of course you can watch outfoxed which is a i think one of the greatest documentaries especially kind of yeah, for the entry funny. yeah for the oh, okay oh you have the spider clip oh play the spider clip don't, <laughs> don't hesitate right now, the spider's creeping up it's got its little front front legs out it's yeah. it just tastes like yeah <laughs> yeah everything's all right it's looking at I us i love this clip oh, i'm the government i'm here to help you Kevin. don't oh, listen boy. to alan don't mind those things <laughs> these are freedom you'll be safe once i do this just let me get rid of pocky coming thomas no no don't struggle oh. don't care there yeah. i'm getting close He's plastic. I've listened to talk radio for, uh, you know, consistently, I'd say, for at least the last six to seven years. <laughs> and that is my favorite clip of all the talk radio I've ever listened to yeah, in my life. I think it's definitely I'm, And I'm not there. joking about that, that. I'm serious. I like that one and then the, and then the one where he uh, busts heads open. And, and, and yeah, that, well, that's, that's more the aggressive action. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, and, and as, as entertaining as it is, there's actually a lot of good points that he's making there, but it's just so damn entertaining we had to play it. But um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, squirrely-looking Alan Combs. Yes, okay, Fox News and the outfoxed documentary. Great documentary, certainly for the – you know, for the uh, I don't know how to say this, but for the yeah, for the entry level dude or dudette out there who you you're trying to just get to think a little bit more. You know, it's yeah. at the very least we got to get people thinking again. Well, they about... really showed uh, one of the great things about that movie, and one of the things that they showed in that movie was they were able to show how Fox viewers statistic Fox viewers statistically had incredibly different perceptions on what was happening in the world, and especially with Saddam Hussein and oh, how many of, of them thought that he had weapons of mass destruction and how many people, how many Fox viewers thought he was connected to oh, 9-11 yeah. as compared to CNN viewers, MSNBC viewers, and don't get me wrong, MSNBC is probably going to be the Fox News 
of Maybe. of the government nowadays uh, now that Barack Obama got elected but it's uh, it crazy. just it showed it showed the statistical differences in, in a scientific way of how people are manipulated through these mainstream news news organizations and just Robert Greenwald just a great film yeah it is it's fantastic i I've, I've i've definitely watched it at least you know, fully through. I've watched it like four or five times, and yeah. every time I take a lot from it. And I think it's just a really well done film. But check it out. That might I, be a good one for Movie Mondays. I think it is, Ben. I mean, you know, certainly I've watched it. But I, what I want Movie Mondays to be, I mean, I want them to be. You know, we we bring in some of the clips that we like, some of the stuff we didn't like. Maybe you know, uh-huh. not so much like a Siskel and Ebert critique and give it four or five stars. Maybe maybe we can give it like four sheep or three sheep, whatever. <laughs> we can work with that type of stuff later on. Yeah, and we could you know <laughs> certainly improvise. But no, I think it'd be great because, like I said, I mean. And the fact of the matter is, so many people are, you know, it's so easy to make a documentary, not only a good documentary, but yeah. it's so easy to get, you know, people to view it. Look, we have the Internet. I mean, full-length movies Absolutely. all over the uh, Internet. So it's it's a great time to um, – uh, it's a great time to be alive and a great time to be an activist in yeah. that regard because information is – so much uh, in, in front of us, and it's so available. But on top of it, Ben, I mean, you talk about people and, and the polls that they were conducting during that uh, outfox documentary about who, you know, people who thought that Saddam Hussein had some kind of tie to 9/11. Yeah. And what's even sad is, you know, there's still people out there, probably a lot of people, <laughs> who still think. I don't that, know about a lot, but probably enough. Well, I mean. What is a lot? To me, 10 people is a lot of people. <laughs> but you know there's thousands of people out there walking yeah, around with, with, no you know, with their that. head between their legs, and they're thinking, oh, yes, Saddam, I, I don't care. I still think he had something to do with it. Of course you do. Your belief system, is it, it wants you to believe that. Yeah. But, and we can go on for hours. But uh, I want to not necessarily change gears. I guess you could call it that. I want to come up with a different term. But uh, here's an interesting little story. We'll kind of break off for just a little bit, you know, give you a little break to breathe. Foes of stem cell research now face tough battle. And this is interesting. And I guess uh, we could call this p- perhaps some good news, Ben. I mean, it depends on your, your point of view, and we'll talk about it. But when the Bush presidency ends, opponents of embryonic stem cell research will face new political reality that may feel powerless to stop. President-elect Barack Obama, there it is again, is expected to lift restrictions on federal money such as um, for, for certain research, such as uh, stem cell research. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has also expressed interest in going ahead with legislation in the first 100 days of the new Congress if it is still necessary to set up a regulatory framework. Quote, we may lose it, but we're going to continually fight it in other and offer the ethical alternative, quote, end quote, says Republican Joe Pitts, I guess from Pennsylvania. He also says, I don't know what the votes will be in the new Congress, but it's very possible that we could lose this thing. And, of course, there, these are the opponents of stem cell research because no. these people are so pro-life that they don't want anybody out there to you know, be able to be cured of diseases. That's obviously pro-life. Yeah. Stem cells are the building blocks that turn into different kinds of tissue. Embryonic stem cells, unlike more mature versions, are blank slates. If scientists could control them, they could direct regenerative therapy, perhaps allowing a diabetic's pancreas to begin producing insulin, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the sky's the limit with uh, no. With well, stem you know, look, research. research no, I'm, you know, you got to be against it because you, you, you're pro-life. The unborn is more important than the people that are walking around. Harvesting stem cells from four or five-day-old embryos kills the embryo, which outrages opponents of this type of research. But supporters say hundreds of thousands of embryos stored in fertility clinics eventually will be destroyed anyway, and that people should be allowed to donate them for research that could help others. 
I like so, that South Park episode. Did you ever see that yes. South Park episode? You know, I've only seen a couple, Ben. Like, like Christopher Reeves is like, you know, he's he's a spe- stem cell uh, person. He's like sucking on dead fetuses. Oh, my God. Getting more power Regretfully so. Maybe not so regretfully so. I, I missed that episode. <laughs> it's very funny. Of South Park. But they do have... They, and, and it, <laughs> he he just sucks on dead fetuses. That's and horrible. Just, <laughs> just like <laughs> throws so them and they like flop on and the floor. You're mad, it's very funny. And you're mad at me for talking about a woman crapping out a baby. It's a cartoon. I'm just kidding. That's real. <laughs> oh boy, uh, I want to go on a little bit further here. I believe that it, it is ethical to use these extra embryos for research that could save lives when they when they are freely donated for that express purpose. Obama wrote during the campaign in response to 14 questions from scientists, doctors. An engineer. So why did I say this could be good news? Well, because maybe Obama would do this, and of course this this could go, this could go very much awry. I'm not saying it's going to be universally good. Who knows what government does with this type of power? I don't know, but all I know that is that there are many diseases out there, and I'm not talking about the fat people with obesity walking around. I'm talking about people that were born with certain diseases or maybe, you know, like diabetes, things yeah. that are epidemic at epidemic levels that, uh, Hey, you know what? When it comes down to it, I say, let's help them. Let's cure. We can cure these diseases, but we're not allowed to do that because of people who just happen to be pro-life. They love life so much. They just can't see it get any better. Um, this is where I stand. Obviously I'm sick of these pro-life people. They could all blow it out their ass. We'll be right back folks. Animalfarmshow.com. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powdered seeds and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset. So try it today, store it today, and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists, the Army-Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2. 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon holes for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today. 
Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulse, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238. 1-866-762-9238. Or simply go to enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enerfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you. Welcome to the world's meeting place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Radio. Freedom Underground. Radio. All right, yeah, just coming back here, clarifying. So, yeah, I left off, and I'm a little bit upset about the whole stem cell thing. And I'm not talking about pro-life and pro-choice as far as the abortion thing goes. I know this certainly stems from the, you know, that topic. But, you know, it's just it just makes me sick that we can cure uh, not only little diseases that are just kind of here and there and everywhere. I mean, we're talking about possibilities that we can cure diabetes. I mean, but, but um, anything, if you look at what stem cells actually are and the technology yeah. behind it, we can cure anything. Almost anything. You know, and, 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 of course, yeah, you read I mean, into you it. You lose a finger. What was that article that we read about that person that lost a finger and, and, grew, and grew it, it back? back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the hell? That is anything. You know, I mean, and, and is... it, it, just, it just amazes me. And in, only in this sick society, only in this troubled world, it's not just this country, this is worldwide, only in this friggin' messed up world could we have people out there that could try to find an excuse. I mean, it's not, they're not killing babies and taking their heads and squashing them to get the stem cells, folks. These are embryos. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, like you, could make, yeah, you could make the case that, okay, we shouldn't have embryos anyway, stored in a facility. Okay, call up and let us know or email us. Can't call us. Um, <laughs> and you'll have your day, folks. You'll have your day to you counter will. us. And, I, and I'm not necessarily pro-choice when it comes to abortion. I'm not. But in this case... This is a possibility that we can literally cure people of deadly, epidemic proportion-type diseases, such as diabetes. And I'm sure cancer's in there, too. Okay, and I'm sure, like you said, then this the, the, the potential is I don't think we've even been told the potential. Listen, it's already been hyped. No, we haven't. So, and, and you know what? And fine, if you're against it, then that's fine. You Listen, we all have our, our opinions. But don't give me this nonsense that you're pro-life. That means you're selective pro-life. That means you care about a possibility of life. But once someone's born, you couldn't give a rat's ass about them anyway because they have a disease and you care about the unborn more than the born. Let's call it what it is, though. That's that's the only thing I look for in these stupid debates about pro-life and pro-choice. I know it's a huge topic. I don't know if people vote with this thing in mind, yeah. which is amazing to me. But you know what? If you're gonna if you're gonna have your opinions, be consistent. Don't be don't be a hypocrite. Think about what you're you're talking about. You're not pro-life. You're not. Yeah. Because you don't give a crap about people living. No, yeah. it's true. I'm sorry, but this really gets to me. So, um, no, you're right. Anyway, I, I, I agree with my you. new book, Shut the f- yeah. up by Dr. Dennis yeah. Laird. I could be dead, you know, I could be dead wrong about this. Maybe I'm always wrong. I don't care. That's not the point whether I'm wrong or right. It's just try to be consistent, okay? No, I, I agree with you, man. We have an opportunity here to to cure 
hundreds of diseases. And I've heard I've heard other articles out there where you don't even need to um, uh, you don't even need to really harvest fetuses in order to get yeah. stem cells, right. and that you could get them from other places. And maybe we should be doing that. But uh, if you're <laughs> if you have some type of uh, dogma, religious dogma out there for for not uh, letting these diseases get fixed due to due to technology. Uh, I think you've got a real problem, and, and this is something we were talking about during the break, Tony, that you brought up. Mm-hmm. You know, is it possible that God gave us a brain to create technology to <laughs> fix these problems yeah. um, with our own with our own DNA, with our own structure and our own minds? I mean, it, it, that is the question, and, and and that's the question that, in my opinion, every every religious person really needs to ask. And I'm not yeah. talking about the South Park stuff where where they're sucking fetuses. You know, and throwing them on the floor and, get, and gaining the power from them like it's like it's some type of crack or something. I'm talking about actual science and technology that's that literally lets a person grow a finger. Back. That's what I'm saying. It, there's nothing wrong with that. It is, and this is what this is what just this is the stuff right here. I don't expect a lot out of people, Ben. I really don't because my expectations get lowered on a daily basis, <laughs> uh, and that's fine. And you know, I'm not saying I'm holier than now. I'm not saying I'm even that smart because I don't think I am. But at the same time, I mean, we have to just. You got to get back to basics sometimes. Okay, you can't be uh, you can't be pro America and then have you know like a Nazi flag tattooed on your you know your arm. Yeah. You got to make your mind, make up your mind. This there's nothing more pro choice than saying I care about an embryo in a lab, and I don't want you to be able to use that to help your diabetes. That is choosing a certain entity over a certain entity. That's yeah. pro-choice. You're saying that you want the ability to choose that. So don't call yourself pro-life, okay? That's ridiculous, and I'm sick and tired of this whole effing debate when it really comes down to it. We can help people, not just Americans. We can help people in this world that have horrible diseases. We all take for granted every day how healthy we are. Even though we get you know, little right. colds and stuff, we're healthy. We're yeah. healthy people. But then you have to kind of ask yourself, you know, if we heal all these people and there's no disease in the world anymore, are we, are we still going to be running around killing each other with nukes? I mean, oh, of course. <laughs> no, that, that goes without saying. I mean, but, but one problem at a time. I mean, let's yeah. go out there and let's fix these, yeah, these well. medical problems. Because I'll tell you that the diseases that exist right now are, are, are at the height of, of their evilness in terms of humanity um, and, and historical references. We're, we have more diseases now than we've ever had. Of course. In, in, in history, in the history. And maybe of the that's because we have more people now than we've ever had. But yeah, that's true. But you know, maybe. Um, but you know, but the diversity and, and how many actually exist and the mutations and cancer. You know, it's it's worse than the Black Plague. It's just it's absolutely horrible. Oh so God. many people die from it. It's we and we have the ability to solve these problems. But once again, we can't stop our bickering. We can't unite. We can't have a. a, a a national um, political conversation. It's not even a political conversation. It's just a conversation. We can't have a conversation where we can actually end up getting to a, a point where we can agree right. on certain things and then and then implement those aspects. Yeah. We can't even do that. We're so disconjointed and so divided, and we know who is dividing us. We know that the mainstream media is doing that, um, and that there are other people out out there that are that are dividing us in order out of chaos. You know, is the is the term. But we we know we know there are so many people out there dividing us. We just have to look at ourselves and look at each other and realize what we have in common and what we want to accomplish to ourselves. Because, uh, you know, if we can't do that, then we are just utterly screwed. Oh, and we're, yeah. starting, we're starting to see the screwedness. Well, we probably certainly are. I mean, as if it isn't bad enough that we have to combat the out-of-control military, or, or excuse me, a medical industrial yeah. complex. As if it isn't bad enough that we have to combat this thing called Big Pharma that has grown way out of our control. Yeah. It's bad enough that we can't get this type of technology and, and herbs and supplements. We can't get these things to the market. We can't get them 
into commercials and we can't get them on the advertising space because the the the, um, the health industry has basically made it illegal. The FDA has made, has dubbed it illegal Preach to call it, anything. A, no, but they've, they've made it illegal to call anything a cure. Yeah, you're right. Okay, if there's a plant that, let's say, for example, let's say there's a plant that is literally cures permanently or temporarily uh, heart heartburn. Okay. If there was such a plan, which I'm sure there is, but if there was such a thing, you can't call it a cure. You can get, you could be put in jail for that because the yeah. FDA says no way. And then of course you go to the big pharma thing, and every single mainstream news network is completely funded by big pharma. And Almost all the every other commercial bought out by yeah. big pharma. You I know, guess Barack you know. Obama and Hillary Clinton got massive amounts of um, com- campaign contributions from big pharma companies out there because they know that what they're going to do is, na- is nationalize a system out there which panders to big pharma, which lets big pharma just drug the hell out of people Drugs to, and alcohol. to try to put a Band-Aid on their problems and not actually exactly. cure them. because there's more money to be made over the long term. That's business, and that's understandable. But I'm sick and tired, you know, and I expect that. I expect that from businesses that are not regulated in certain ways, like you know, medical industries are. They're not. They're completely yeah. unregulated. And it's a joke. It's a friggin' It's a disease in and of itself. The medical industry is a disease, and the lack of lack of knowledge that doctors possess today, uh, you know, not generalizing, but some of them, is even more of a disease. It's an absolute um, disaster to say the least. But what gets me more mad than that are people who claim to be pro-life and are against stem cell research to at least try to help this, some of the people in this country or in this world who have really horrible diseases. And, of course, now we talk about cancer, for example, and not that stem cell research is going to cure every type of cancer ever, but we know that there are breakthroughs every day, especially with stem cell research. And we talked about Aaron Russo, who died from cancer, and we talk about cancer being number two cause of death in the United States, and uh-huh. I know it keeps trading back and forth with heart disease as number one and number two. Uh-huh. So, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm just I'm fed up with this with these people who um, – who you know we're just putting their energy in the wrong places first of all, and yeah. they're just hurting their own causes. It's, it's amazing how humans could be so much against humanity in this world. Well, it's know, so sad. It is. It's are very sad. So make you angry? Sure. I mean, are. I'd really, I'd really like to get uh, people's takes on this, and if they could, I wish we could get some phone calls. Yeah. We're almost out of time. Animalfarmshow.com is the website. Go there. Get in contact with us. Yeah. Give us all the information you have on this. If you are vehemently opposed to stem cell, you know, research, give us give us all the information that we can because I'm, I have a very open mind towards this i have a very open mind towards everything give me the information i'll put it on the show i'll look yeah. it over I'll, I'll see what's nonsense and what's not and i'll put that out there sure. we'll, we'll do that and just know? and just and just for the record i mean not that I mean, who cares what i think but i'm against yeah. abortion yeah. ultimately i'm against it uh you I, know, I, I agree i mean that's definitely 99.9 percent no i mean i'm against killing people and if there's a baby growing you know if there's a, and of course we have to define when life starts so yeah, exactly I mean, we I won't mean, get into that debate we'll save that for the ultimate another question. day yeah. but no i mean that's why and i don't want you to think i'm just like this ridiculous leftist pro-choice liberal <laughs> but at the same time, I'm sick and tired of it. I've lost already. I've lost enough family members to diseases that I know could have been cured. I know they could have been cured. Yeah. Okay. Cured. Done. Forget. Forgotten. Living life. Going on. Happiness. That whole thing. Okay. Going um, on. I know it's a dream, folks. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> I know it's uh, it's probably not going to happen in my lifetime. But this is the stuff that just it's just killing me. Yeah, and God forbid we all get along. No, the, but that's figure, what it is. You know, stuff we're not going to save the world in a day. We're not going to do it in a week. We're not going to do it in a month. We're not going to do it in a year. But at the very least. We can help people. We can help people who have lifelong diseases. Okay, the, th- these are not just little little inconveniences. These are this is diabetes. These are major, yeah. major, major, major diseases that are killing hundreds of thousands, millions of people, millions of people. Okay. Yeah. So um, this is the kind of stuff that just it just makes you nuts. And just when you look at you hum- have made me yeah, when I look at humanity, angry. 
when I look you know look at our, our humanity, the you know our species, and I think about how far behind we are in so many areas because we can't where we should be. because we can't just stop fighting with each yeah. other over petty nonsense, and we can't figure out that there's just this small group of people out there controlling it all. And they're just doing whatever they want with us. They have whatever they want, and they, we just let them have it. So I concur, brother. That's Pats. just great. No, it's all I good. Concur. And it, you know, I guess it's somewhat therapeutic to talk about it. But we will be back tomorrow, maybe, hopefully, with all three of us. Hopefully, you can feel better tonight, man. Do some theraflu, and, and this is a good excuse for Nyquil. Just take it and let it kick in. And just, just, just fall wherever you may. It's a great time. Nyquil, I recommend it highly. <laughs> Only one dose, though, folks. Not, not, not two. Uh, AnimalFarmShow.com's website. We will speak to all of you tomorrow. God bless you all, and. Um, We'll be back 24 hours, less than 22 hours. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Do a lot. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away.